0: You and Chris are going to be in here talking about God knows what.
1: And if I push this button here, Chris, we'll get that. And then we get. And that's way too loud. Let me back that off a little bit. And now we're going to start. to have rhythm you got to have that rhythm baby that's right ladies and gentlemen welcome once again to another episode of the retro show you know we have uh, as of today chris our 30th episode
0: really? oh, this, this right. is
1: monumental it is monumental and we're recording 30 something here because I don't know what order this will go in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Retro Show, and it is the podcast that is an homage to growing up in the 70s and 80s, like uh, Chris and I did. And uh, well, kind of a celebration. We,
0: we were raised in the 70s and 80s. Very I don't true. know that we ever grew up.
1: That's a fair. Fair <laughs> point, sir. Fair point. Uh, the topic of today's show as I'm fond of saying, when we finally get to it, will be uh, some of the top rock albums of 1982. And Chris, looking over this list, I can tell you right now, it was a big year for music. Big it was. albums it was, was released. There are a
0: lot of big albums on this list. And I, I'm a lot crazy. of big albums. And there's I'm sure some. I
1: didn't get all of them.
0: So. Yeah, there's some of them on here that I'm just like,
1: what? Wait, what? Wait, what? But yeah, there's some good ones on there. Uh, but yeah, when we get to that, so as we record this, Chris... Um, it was just last Thursday. That it was Thanksgiving. It, it was. It was. It and was. how was your Thanksgiving,
0: sir? It was excellent. My brother came into town. Monty's been on the podcast before. Yes, he fun. has. It was a that was a popular episode too. He, he came to town and and hung out and ate everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and ate uh, all of it. He, he ate all yeah. of
0: it. My daughter, uh, who's seventeen, actually stepped up. And cooked oh, the entire Thanksgiving out. dinner. That's cool, dude. Now, her choice. That's what she wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, she cooked my mom's chicken and dressing perfectly. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. Um, mac and cheese, cream potatoes. We had works. Now, mom still did the sweet potatoes. Got to have mom's sweet potatoes. Yeah. Um, that's all mom had to do this year was You know,
1: potatoes. here's the thing. We say they're Vegetables they're not vegetables they're by by the time you do sweet potatoes right they're they're kind of
0: like a dessert that is my dessert i don't eat anything else yeah that's yeah they're
1: excellent they're so good yeah debbie makes good sweet potatoes as well Does Uh, she mashes
0: hers up or
1: yeah yeah she mashes hers up and make like a casserole out of
0: it see moms are just like logs
1: oh just the the they're they're sweet potatoes
0: and i mean but she's got them cut into like Square square large. Right. And then she puts them in a baking dish. Of course, K-Row nut syrup. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good.
1: Yeah. Keep keep talking, baby. Keep talking. Yeah. So we had, uh, and and you and I have discussed Thanksgiving food before, and that uh, neither one of us turkey is like our first thing, but I'll tell you something. but
0: I did see your turkey. You sent me a picture of it. It I'm going to tell you something,
1: brother. I'm going to tell you something right now. That's from now on how Let I do it. Let me
0: tell that. you, brother. Let me tell you, brother.
1: From now on, that's how I do turkey. That's how I do turkey, you. And if you don't do turkey that way, well, I'll see you in the squared circle, brother. <laughs> no, that's how I do it. People are like going, what's this? In. Oh, It was great, man. It was really good. It was a maple bourbon brined turkey. And then I basted it as it was cooking with a mixture of butter and maple syrup. Honestly, you could put butter and maple syrup on a shoe.
0: Probably so. It'd probably work out. And,
1: and, and it's going to work out pretty good. But it turned out really good. It was a really good – it was really good. I actually in, enjoyed eating turkey this year. Of course, we did the ham, too. I love ham. Got to do the ham.
0: Ham's my favorite. I ham is great,
1: man. It, it is, really is. It's
0: so versatile afterwards, like Beans. Sunday morning – was it Sunday morning or Saturday morning? Maybe it's Saturday morning. I can't remember. One of those two, I chopped up some ham. We had some leftover cheddar, shredded cheddar cheese. Had yeah, you had did. had a ham and cheese omelet. Oh, yes, you so did. So good.
1: So good. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. I've, I've, I've got to do the Chris move here.
0: I'm a little early. <laughs> yeah, you're a little early. Mine's going goy-go, goy-go, goy-go.
1: All right. Wonder twin powers activate. Um, now we're so um, also, folks, if you want to find out where to listen to us, uh, obviously, if you're listening to us, you found someplace. Uh, but there's plenty of places, plenty of uh, podcast devices. Any place you get podcasts, you can listen to us. We also have a radio station. Yep. yep. Radio dot dot net.
0: Do you know where I mostly I, I, I listen to our episodes because I don't hear them when I leave here. Right. I listen to them when you put them out, and I always, I always listen to them on YouTube. Yeah, sitting in my living room, I just oh, on on. Oh, the ones I put up, yeah, yep. put on up YouTube. there. Yeah, guys,
1: we do have a YouTube channel yep. as well, and it's it's basically just a sound bar. It, there's not a lot of animation to it. There's
0: no animation at all. No, it's just us, and
1: then but, but you can listen to it on YouTube as well. Yep. Uh. So, um. Let's see anything else that I need to do as far as house? I, see, we told them about the, oh the store. Oh yeah, it's Christmas time, people. It is Christmas. You can go order retro show swag for your loved ones.
0: I highly recommend. Uh-huh. As a matter Butch of fact, Chris.
1: I I am wearing. He is that's a very retro nice. show hoodie right now. Did they
0: ever do just a pullover hoodie?
1: Uh, I will check and see. If they get that, then I'm going to put that in the list.
0: Yeah, because I really, I really would like. Yeah. a pullover. I don't want a zippy hoodie.
1: You don't want the zippy hoodie? I don't like a zippy hoodie. You don't like a zippy hoodie. Well, oh. I'm wearing the zippy hoodie right now. I see that. It
0: yeah. looks good on you, though.
1: Yeah. On you, it looks <laughs> I'll great. You a matter-
0: I'll get you get a free bowl of soup with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, I knew that was coming. That's that's how well uh, I, I know this looks guy It looks good is, on you, though. Is I knew there was a Caddyshack quote <laughs> coming as soon as I said that. Spalding! Uh, Spalding! <laughs> You'll get nothing and like it! Uh, folks. So anyway, that's that, that. That's what's going on with us.
0: Fifty bucks. The smells. Kid picks his nose. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: That is that is fantastic. Um. So, uh, folks, we are going to go away for a second, but don't you worry, because we're going to come right back. And when we do, we're going to be talking about some of the uh, best hard rock and rock albums of nineteen eighty two. Hey, guys, uh, this is Butch from The Retro Show. And did you know you can support The Retro Show with a mere $3 a month?
0: Chris, that's a bargain. That right. is a bargain. I mean, you can't even get a Keurig K-Cup for that.
1: Yeah, except for those cheap ones. Like Donut Shop. Wait, man, I like Who? Donut Shop. What?
0: Oh, uh, those are good.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So anyway, so anyway the, the, the supporters that we have, we appreciate you. And they are. And we got a new one, by the way dusty breeze Dusty. i'm sure that's what your mama named you
0: <laughs> also
1: dusty breeze It also sounds like uh the lnc corporation is still in large and in charge that's right around here For so sure yep kevin golf
0: thank you very much mr golf thank you norton 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 i know you've been watching me and i've been watching you <laughs>
1: Chris B. Thank you, Chris B. Nancy Schwartz. Nancy Schwartz. Thank you, Nancy. And, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Ramsey. Just riding in off the range. Just riding in off the range. Joshua Ramsey. That's right. I'm going to walk into a saloon somewhere. Fran? Nice sarsaparilla. Fran? Fran Adams, ladies and gentlemen. EM, thank you very much for your continued support. And... Bradford, bradford the behemoth mason
0: uh,
1: <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen our original supporter
0: number one in our hearts tanya highland tanya highland. thanks tanya hey thanks, 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 thanks to all of you
1: thanks to all of you thanks yep. for supporting the retro show and for three dollars a month you can to go to retroshow.net and you can find out how to support the podcast and become a producer ladies and gentlemen we're back. Your, uh, what's yeah. up, guys? Thank you all for coming. Appreciate it. We, are, it. we are back on the show. Of course, that could fill them with dread. <laughs> He's got too many buttons on him. I know. There. I only have four. But you know me. I'm, I'm always looking at the next shiny thing. Right. And What are you, the uh, tick? I, Spoon! Spoon. <laughs> the Tick is one. Of, by okay, Rabbit. <laughs> rabbit. The Tick is one of the best animated really series it's that funny. ever came out. Funny, funny. It's funny. hilarious because it was it was theoretically for kids, but it, <laughs> is it is hilarious. There were so many jokes that weren't for kids in that. So. Well, there's a lot of. on the Mad Midnight Bomber. What bombs at midnight? <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> See, people are going, what's he talking about? He, is,
0: he was going to tell you You ain't never about... seen The Tick, and I'm not talking about that movie or the TV show that they did. This is a cartoon, and it was, it was hilarious. It really was funny.
1: It was quite funny. Anyway, on to the topic at hand, sir, here on The Retro Show. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the top rock albums of 1982. And when I put this list together, and this is by no means a list that is complete. I, I just did what I could think of off the top of my head and what I could find online. Of albums that were released in '82, and it's a big old list. Yeah, and list. Uh, so, this will probably also be, folks, a Spotify enhanced episode.
0: Ooh, ooh! So I'm going to build you
1: a playlist out of all this ooh. stuff that we talk. I know, ain't that
0: fancy? I'm going to okay. help him, so there'll be good yeah. music on
1: there. Uh, Chris, <laughs> when you looked at that list, what what jumped out at you? The what, first what, album? On uh, the yes, list, the first album
0: I absolutely jumped out at me. Because, and I'll tell you why, that came out the summer between my ninth grade and tenth grade year. Yeah. And it was a huge success. Asia. Asia. Asia, Asia. It, it was it was played all summer long. Oh on yeah. The radio. I mean, they had two or three hits off that. Album. Oh yeah. But Only Time Will Tell is still one of my favorite yeah. songs of all time. And our first day in class, homeroom, the first time I ever saw the morning announcements. Yeah. That was the song. That was the played. one they did? Only Time Will Tell was the first song they played. I'll uh, never forget that. I mean, it was, it yeah. was in Miss Allred's room. Uh, oh, wow. That's yep. cool. Uh,
1: the the song that hits me off that album is uh, Soul Survivor. A lot of people like that song. I like that song, too. Uh, but no, that, that entire first album from Asia was just a big album. It was I really cool. And the album cover was so cool, yeah, the album too. Cover the big was dragon cool. coming out of the
0: ocean. I just don't know that I ever listened to another Asia album. <laughs> To be honest with you, I don't think I lose anything. No, no, was. you didn't have to.
1: After that, I it was fine. It was a um, hit wonder. Uh, another one off the list uh, that 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 hit me of having because I I just saw them recently was dawn uh, it was dawn patrol by Night Ranger. It yep. was it's released. A good album. That's a great album.
0: And, I, I and, love Night Ranger. I do. listen, man. They're
1: a great band. They really and, are. And if you've never seen them live, too, they are. They we've probably seen them as. Probably more than... Almost tied with sticks for as many times as I've seen them. With I have Ryan never
0: seen them in concert.
1: Oh, they're fantastic, man. We just saw them at the State Fair. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. I, I was out of town, or I would have went to that with y'all.
1: Yeah. Uh, my favorite one um, off of that album is probably Sing Me Away.
0: That's, that's one of my favorite R- Night Ranger songs. Yeah. yeah really, really good really one. Good. Really good one. Do you remember... Um, rainbow i do i didn't listen to much rainbow now monty was really big in the Rainbow. yeah he liked them well
1: lot. they 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 put out the album straight between the eyes on that one and that has the probably their biggest most well-known hit off of that was stone cold It was very good that was when joe lynn turner uh was saying for him now rainbow was started by uh x deep purple and ended up being current deep purple for a long time because they got back together but he left deep purple uh richie blackmore in the 70s and he started rainbow and uh he first his first singer was ronnie james dio and uh i don't know where that went yeah uh and but well that's kind of the history with richie blackmore and singers they last about two albums and they can't take him anymore and right. they're gone uh apparently great guitar player not that easy to get along with but yeah straight between the eyes came out had some good stuff on there uh
0: any any anyone that you see off the list that's good iron maiden number of the beast man I'm, was that i'll tell you right now my, i've got a cousin that's getting emotional hearing this right now <laughs> yeah Davis, you know you love this album I and he yeah. had it and uh i just couldn't get past the whole at that time i couldn't get past the whole number of the beast deal yeah until it, you heard it, the lyrics yeah yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. kind of the, scary but he yeah. he loves iron maiden and i i like iron maiden yeah but i don't think i like him as much as he does Oh, he's he's a fanatic <laughs> he is a fanatic. He is. he's a fanatic he is
1: and that, that's the first one where they had uh bruce dickinson as their lead singer and brought him in. Now this is this is music metal nerd stuff here. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, that album Number of the Beast was also produced by a guy named Martin Birch, who produced also the uh, Dio era Black Sabbath albums. So yeah, there, Martin Birch did a lot of good metal in the early yeah. '80s. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a huge album. Uh, one that jumps off for me on this kind of kind of getting away from the metal for a second uh, is, is Toto Four. Great album. It really uh, was. Rosanna's
0: on that album. Rosanna. That's a great song. It is a great song. Uh, And, and
1: of course, that was a huge hit for them. Oh, there were, uh, you know, Why Don't We Make Believe was on there. There was a whole bunch of hit songs on that album. Toto was pretty big at that time. And I I actually saw them a couple of years ago for the first time. And uh, Steve Lutheker, who's their uh, guitar player, people don't know the amount of stuff that he played on and never really got credited for uh, but he is an amazing guitar player. And so it was cool to see him him live. See anything else on the list? You'd...
0: Oh, dude, there's, this list is huge. We're going to be talking about this. Oh, I long. know, but give me Judas Priest, Screaming for Vengeance. There, You got another thing coming on that album. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the only song on that album that I really, really, Judas, that's my favorite Judas Priest song. Yeah. I, I like that song a lot. Yeah, that's and a great was, song. It's really cool tune.
1: That, that's probably their their most well-known it is. song uh, out there. That's yeah. probably also their biggest... For people biggest, that aren't
0: big Judas Priest fans. Yeah, well, I am a
1: huge song. Judas Priest fan. And this was a big, big album for them. It still is probably their most well-known album. And there's some good stuff on there. Uh, th- one on the list that, that jumps out to me uh, was... It was kind of a neat one there. I've, I've always been a Kansas
0: fan. I Kansas.
1: And they released one called Vinyl Confessions. And that was notable because their original singer left, Steve Walsh. And they brought in a guy named John Elefante. And he sounded so much like Steve Walsh that a lot of people never did even notice that Steve Walsh had gone. And here's the cool thing about Steve Walsh. When Steve Walsh came back to Kansas and John Elefante left, he had no problem singing the songs that John Elefante had made a hit with no problem at all which i thought was kind of cool you know a lot of singers won't do that you know ego or whatever (laughs) so
0: i have such a big ego (laughs) this retro show's not big enough for the two of us (laughs) oh well i can get a bigger table (laughs) He's got all the equipment, so he's got to stay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of like the joke of like, well, he can't really play bass, but he's got all the gear. You know, <laughs> He has to stay in the band, man. Yep. Uh, what's your next one on this list? Oh, Dawkins, Breaking the Chains. Dawkins, their, their first album. Yep. Great song, too. Yeah. Breaking the Chains is, is a great song. Oh, album's good. They, they really hit big with their next one, which was Tooth and Nail. But, yeah, Breaking the Chains was a great debut by Dawkins. And speaking of bands that debuted then, this is kind of one. It, it's it's one of those bands that they were kind of like a one. They had one big rock hit. They never really charted. But that was Vandenberg. And they had a song called Burning Heart.
0: I was looking at that, and I'm going, I don't. I, it's familiar, but it's not.
1: It's it's real. Vandenberg, Burning Heart it was a great, great song. And I, and I remember I bought that first album. And it was produced let me tell you what i loved about that album more than anything it was a great hard rock album but the way it was produced it sounded great on crappy six by nine (laughs) speakers which i had yeah the jensen's Jensen's that i had in the back of the ford granada and so it sounded good cranked up on my nasty little Sparkomatic cassette player there was nothing wrong with that
0: stereo folks on let me tell you Uh, uh
1: you know he got us
0: there and back but
1: (laughs) uh what you what you got on the list billy squire emotions and emotions and was a good album it
0: was a great it was a
1: follow-up to don't say no which is probably his biggest album but that was a good follow-up too
0: there's
1: a lot of good stuff on that album absolutely i was was
0: huge into uh, um, billy squire i really liked billy squire growing up yeah billy squire was good are you having problems with me uh,
1: I'm, I'm just keeping you cranked a little bit here. I'm just cranking you up a little bit, man. I'm just, I'm just turning you up to 11. 11? 11. 11. Okay. 10? No, 11. What you got? Okay, so the next one that I want to pull off the list is, it was his first post-Led Zeppelin album. And that's Robert Plant, Pictures at 11. Yeah. I still love Burning Down One Side, which is was kind of the biggest song off of that particular one. Uh, it was a, Like I said, it was his first solo effort uh, after uh, John Bonham passed away in Led Zeppelin. So it's two years after John Bonham passed away and Led Zeppelin kind of is no more. And then Robert Plant puts out Pictures at 11, and it's really, really a solid, solid album, the whole thing. What's next on the list for you? Rush,
0: Rush. signals, signals.
1: Yeah, had sub was subdivisions, subdivisions on, that? Is yeah. on
0: that, and then New World Man was on there too, which is one of my, one of my go tos. Oh, oh yeah, know, like that's
1: it. a good one. That's really a good one. Uh, you
0: can't go wrong with Rush. You folks. can't.
1: You can't. That's a great. That was a fun concert. I'm glad <laughs> we got to see them on their last ever uh, tour. Uh, also released at that time uh, was a band called Axe. And they I had don't, don't a, a band really. called Offering, and I've I, there's only one song that I play off of that. I have it on Spotify, and I pull it up, and it's called Rock and Roll Party in the Streets. And uh, that's really the only thing they had that they ever got played on the radio. <laughs> but, yeah, that that was released then. They never really did a lot after after that. They were kind of, you know, because that one really wasn't even a hit. It just kind of got a little bit of airplay. But they, they, they were kind of – I just brought them up because
0: – I liked them. Yeah, I like well, that that's song. what this show's yeah. all about. What you got? Prince, 1999. Listen,
1: not really what you would, uh, what most people would call a rock album. I beg to differ. The, he does everything. That's a bad man right he, there. He
0: a bad that is a man. bad man. Uh, you know, they, they somebody asked Eric Clapton what it was like to be the greatest guitarist in the world and his response was i don't know ask prince exactly prince can smoke a guitar here's
1: the thing on those albums sorry a lot of times he played everything and one of the regrets the the regrets i have is not being able to ever see him. i didn't
0: get to see him either and i would i would have i should have when he whenever
1: he came but yeah prince prince 1999 that was huge dude um
0: that's a huge album. I mean it was a huge album. album in our life. I mean everybody life. was playing that.
1: Everybody had that. Yep. Everybody had And that. in
0: nineteen ninety nine on New Year's Eve, you don't think that was played like seven 000 thousand times? <laughs> oh I'm sure
1: it was. <laughs> um here here here's a good one right here. Um did you like Steely Dan? I did. I yeah. Do. I mean I do. I still Yeah. Do. Donald Fagan released the Nightfly. Uh, which, you know, Donald Fagan, one of the members of Steely Dan. And to me, it still sounds a lot like a Steely Dan album, to be honest with you. But he he released that one, and it has that song, What a Beautiful World, on there. And that was kind of his big, big solo hit on wow. that. Wow. Yeah.
0: What you got? Van Halen, Diver Down. You
1: know, a lot of people deride that al- album. Yeah, That's a good album, man. So it's all covers. Uh, yeah, but it's a great cover album. A, it is a good album. Uh, I defy you to just put that on and, and, and not tap your foot along with a lot of that. That is some really good stuff on there. Dancing in the Street on that one uh well, you know the grateful dead did that also yeah <laughs> a lot of people covered that song a lot of people covered it's a good that tune song. it's a good tune yeah. but that that entire album it it clocks it's 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 the shortest run of any van halen album i think it clocks in like just a little bit over 30 minutes i mean it's barely 30 minutes long but you know what it, it, it's a we good we bought it. it it's a good half hour is <laughs> and you'll enjoy yourself with we it we bought it yeah i really liked diver down as a matter of fact <laughs> i think it? my favorite one on there to this day is still Little Guitars. I, I like the Little Guitars. I like, you got to see that in concert. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. For sure. Now, uh, for the metal head that I am, uh, I'm going to tell you right now that I really liked uh, Saxon, The Eagle Has Landed. Now, a lot of people probably never, had listened to this, have never heard of Saxon before. Saxon was what was considered the new wave of British heavy metal uh, that came around, uh, that, that, that brought you bands like Def Leppard and uh, Iron Maiden All came out of that group Of uh, acts in, in ever touring England At, at that time But Saxon uh, is just old school metal And The Eagle Has Landed Is just a, a great metal album I've always had a copy of that Ever since then I've never listened to
0: it I'd like to listen to it Yeah, yeah. Put that in your list
1: dude Put that in your list And smoke it mister <laughs>
0: uh, there, I saw it a while ago Oh, Billy Idol! Billy Idol!
1: That that debut album, White <laughs> Wedding, you know that that kind of all took everybody by surprise. We we'd never heard it any, did. you know. The thing is, is that I wasn't a huge punk rock guy back in the day. I've gotten to more into that kind of music, the the, the more punk type stuff, uh, as as time has gone on. And Billy Idol. When he came out with that, man, that had White Wedding on it, and it it had a cool video to to go along with it. That was in the early days of MTV, and, man. uh, He never changed, man. That's what I never about Billy
0: Otto. And Steve Stevens,
1: his guitar player, is amazing.
0: I I think I probably said this before, man, but I like guys like Billy Otto that don't. They don't sell out. They do their thing. Robert Palmer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Robert
0: Palmer did his own thing. He finally made it big. He had several big hits. Yep. He's set for life, but he didn't change.
1: He didn't change. He was always Robert Palmer. <laughs> yeah. He. Yeah. Robert Palmer was cool, dude. Yeah, I like he, Robert Palmer. You know the thing is, is that when everybody else was was dressing in like whatever rock gear, dude came out in three piece Armani suits. Right.
0: Right. That's, what that's I'm saying.
1: dude. That's style right there. That is style
0: right I there. I agree. 100%.
1: Scorpions blackout. No one like you. That's the song. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm fixing to find out. Yeah, there's no one like you. You that got was, good internet here?
0: I got I really, really good internet. What the here. heck is going on? Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yep, no one like you. Yeah. That's about it.
1: That's about yeah. Well <laughs> I mean not as, far me, as man, radio because I love that as album. As far as uh, radio play goes, yeah. that was about it. Yeah, that was about it. As far as radio, you're right. As far as radio play, but their, their love at first thing with right, Rock You Like a Hurricane was their next album. That's what broke
0: them huge. It really, it, it, that that was a huge album for them. Yeah. For what you album. got, ma'am? I uh, just saw it a while ago. Oh, the Go Go's. Vacation. The vacation. Man, the Go Go's.
1: Listen, those girls were talented. They were. They really, really were. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> say, oh, well, they didn't really play. Yeah, they did. They were a real band, and and they played their stuff, and and I I liked the Go-Go's. I liked their sound. I liked everything they did. They were new, man. They were kind of new wave, punky things in the early 80s, and they fit the time perfectly.
0: I liked them. I'm trying to see what I was on this album. On which one? On the Go-Go's vacation? Vacation. Vacation was a big one on there. I don't recognize any of these songs. If I heard them, I'd probably recognize. Vacation them. was huge. That, that it was. I mean, yeah. i I know that song. Yeah.
1: I was just looking. at beauty and the beat was. Beauty and the beat was a beat was one. huge one. Yeah, the really the was. one that preceded this one was big. Uh, as far as live albums go, I know Blue Oyster Cult had Extraterrestrial Live, and Blue Oyster Cult was one of those bands I never got to see and kind of always wanted to.
0: I think that I think that was my, one of my brother's first concerts. Yeah. Was. Um, Blue Earth occult, and somebody, I each told me before. Hell, I can't remember. Yeah. You can't keep it with his music in mind, too. You just can't do it. Yeah. Well, Can't pull it off of this I mean, equipment, folks. Can't pull it off of this equipment.
1: <laughs> I can't brainificate the way I need to. That's the problem. Right Don't there. mess with Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Okay. So, one, because you kind of brought up uh, the Go Go's a while ago and kind of in what would have been considered new wave. At the time, kind of in that same vein. I don't know if you consider him new wave or not, but Joe Jackson. I don't know who that is. I really liked Joe Jackson, especially especially as I've gotten older and I've gone back and I've listened to some of that stuff. But uh, he had a song called Steppin' Out on that one that was really good. Uh, But, yeah, Joe Jackson, uh, he's – I don't know, man. He's he's one of these guys, like you said, you like about Billy Idol and Robert Palmer. He's a guy that does his thing. He's right. in his little niche. He does what he does, but he does it really good. And I really like his music. It's good stuff. I think that's important.
0: Yep. To do it, to, to stick to your roots. Yep. Um, I've seen so many bands change. Sell and out. Then, and they sell out. And yep. then one or two things happen. They either make it extremely huge or they just bomb. they just disappear. What?
1: So here's what I saw a lot of in the 80s, and especially in the early 80s, in the time period that we're actually looking at here. Right. A lot of bands that really weren't metal bands, but they had like a hard sound. And they tried to make them into metal bands, and it just didn't work. No. You know, but they tried to make some of these hard rock, you know, they were hard rock, but they weren't metal, and they tried to make them into metal bands in the 80s. It just didn't work. No. I, There's a lot of those out there. I,
0: I, the next album I'm going to talk about, is really a, a, it's a groundbreaking album in a lot of ways. Um, I, I would consider it probably one of the greatest albums that's ever been put out by anybody, and that's any genre, and that's Michael Jackson, Thriller.
1: You know, I, thriller. I, I was wondering when you were going to bring that up because that album right there, it, it honestly was a game changer in so many ways. The videos were next level. Uh, you looked at the, the the thriller video was a was a dang mini movie.
0: It was, and it
1: was it, incredible. It was incredible. Um, like the,
0: him, love him, or not, that dude was extremely talented, yes, and, and it was a great album. Uh, he's got dance moves that he ain't even pulled out yet, and he's been in the grave for over yeah. fifteen years. I it know, was. it's
1: amazing. <laughs> but yeah, Michael Jackson uh, thriller, huge album, game changer. Actually,
0: big time Apple. That's dude. not for an Apple phone. <laughs> I was fixing to pull that up and be like, Rrr. he's got one of those fans that it, plug into a, a Well,
1: see, here's the thing is, is had you come here a month ago, I would have had plenty of those little fans that had the <laughs> lightning connector because Debbie uses those because she needs them. Okay. And, yeah, I get it. Trust and, me. My wife's trying to kill me. But <laughs> yeah, but she has uh, got an iPhone 15 now. Oh, well, well, That has the USB-C.
0: Well, did you hear him throw that out there? Oh She's no, got no, an no! iPhone please.
1: 15. Please understand. She got a 15. I call that tax write-off. <laughs> My wife is self-employed. <laughs> that's true. Got you. So yeah, that's 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 tax write-off for 2023. Uh also on the list uh Chris uh Chris Kiss <laughs> Creatures of the Night.
0: Yep. I don't know what was on that album. I'm a huge Kiss fan. But... Uh
1: I believe that had War Machine and it was a hard rocking album yeah. when that one came out. But yeah, Creatures of the Night that actually kind of brought them back to being a little bit more of a rock sound on that. That was a heavy album, dude. Creatures of the Night was a heavy. You
0: album. know, they had some heavy stuff that yeah. in the early years that were really, really good. Yeah, uh, the early albums. I would say anything before they took the makeup off was extremely good.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, there was a few things with the makeup <laughs> off that was good. They they put an album out. Oh, there right was there
0: were several, but but for the most part, I'm saying harder stuff. Yeah, more more rock, less. At one point, they kind of sold out a little bit. Just a little, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, (laughs) they did. So there's no. I was made for loving you. Come on, that was that was a
0: disco song. Yeah, it kind of was. It kind of was. You
1: know, it was kind of like, oh, well, this is kind of what's what's hot right now. Let's try that.
0: You know, there's a there's a lot of albums on here that that uh, I'm looking at going, man. I just don't I don't remember the album, but I do remember. 38 Special, Special Forces. Yeah, had Chain Lightning on there. 38 Specials. Chain Lightning is a big song. I've seen them probably more than I've seen any other band. Well, you know why? Because they came here every six months. They did, man. It was like
1: like one Act would come in, oh, 38 Specials coming again. Yeah, I'm going to go see them.
0: Well, they came to to UCA at one point. Yeah, UCA got them, and I went and saw them there. Heck, yeah, yeah, I'm going to 38 Special. Yeah, because they're local
1: now. You know? (laughs) We ain't got to drive 20 miles away to see him. We can right. go see him right down the road over here. Uh, uh, another kind of big album that came out was uh, Sammy Hagar's Three Light Box. That yes. Year. Good song. Good, good good album. It was a good album. Um, I'm trying to see what else is on here. You see anything else that, that jumps out at I you? I
0: mean, Ted Nugent, Nugent, you can't ever go wrong with Uncle Ted. But I, for the life of me, I couldn't do that on. That
1: album. I'm going to be honest with you. That's a forgettable album.
0: I'm sure it is. I mean, it, everybody's
1: it, got one. You know, uh, it, it. He was trying. There, it. There, there's a couple of good cuts on there. There's one called "Bound and Gagged." That's 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 pretty decent. Uh, that's kind of when uh, Ted started uh, being a little bit more Ted like. Uh, <laughs> if you understand what I mean. Uh, you know so, I
0: understand what you mean. Uh,
1: but for the most part, he had a, i – I don't know. It, it was one of the albums after Der- – Derek St. Holmes was the best singer that Ted Nugent ever had, and this one, the, the, the singer he brought in just wasn't up there with him uh one album that i really liked that came out there that kind of put out it 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 wasn't as big as his next album that he would put out but glenn fry put out his first post eagles album called no fun allowed
0: yeah i looked at that one and it had one
1: called party town on there and they'll still play it every once in a while that's a fun song it's like one of those party anthem type songs but it's, it's it's a pretty good one
0: but he did have several good hits i'll tell you right now um Smuggler's Blues by Glenn Frey is still one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, songs.
1: that that was off of the next one he uh, next album he put out on there, and it, you're you're right, that was good. That that got him on Miami Vice. I'm, I, it did. I, 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 I do believe. Uh, speaking of Eagles, uh, Don Henley also released one called I Can't Stand Still, and that had Dirty Laundry on there, and that was his. He had a, big hit, a, that that a big hit with yeah, that. Was a big hit. a big. As a matter of fact, he was playing that at Eagles shows. Uh, well, they
0: they all played they all played their yeah solo they all stuff. played their
1: solo stuff. But yeah, that that was one of his that he would play. Uh, another one that was a big movie, the soundtrack to Fast Times at Ridgemont High.
0: <laughs> My my dad's a TV repairman. He's got a ultimate <laughs> awesome set, of set of tools. <laughs> I can fix it. <laughs> hey,
1: I know that dude. Uh but yeah, that, that, that album right there, it had Billy Squire, it had Sammy Hagar, it had Jimmy Buffett. I mean, you talk about a, a mixed bag on there. Yeah. And of course Jimmy Buffett did Spicoli's <clears> theme, <throat> which appropriate. Uh so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking at some of these albums to see what was on them to see if I was even listening to this. Which one? Uh, the Tom Petty album.
1: Oh, um, uh, Tom Petty, that would be Long, long After, after dark. dark. You know, I don't know if that was one of his bigger ones. I think he did have probably something on there because his catalog, he, I don't think he ever put an album out that didn't have something on there that that, that didn't make kind of the – the Tom Petty catalog.
0: Well, this would have been his next album after damn the poor uh, torpedo, which was
1: a huge album, by the way, it was Uh long uh, after dark. I'm, you... I'm looking. Uh-uh. Nah. you don't see anything on there. Nah. Yes. Yeah, so it
0: was kind of, prefer- I, you know, I mean, I've ne- I'd actually never heard of that album. That's yeah. why I was looking it up. I'm going,
1: you know, here, here's the thing he put out his next big one. I, I think was, um, trying to think the one that had don't don't come around here no more uh was that uh the plantation album what was the name of that album i can't remember
0: hang on
1: uh that came out in i think eighty five pack up
0: the plantation yeah pack up the, that was it 80, was
1: 85 yeah 85 the big album there
0: american girls on that what's well, live i'm yeah. sorry um uh, this is a live album for my, it's got live cuts on it.
1: Oh, Long After Dark. Yeah, right. It might have yeah. been why that it, it it was probably that's probably why I didn't have it at the time. Uh, I mean,
0: it's got Refugee Live on there. Oh, okay, um, so yeah, American Girl, Breakdown, you know, and and I'm also, a huge Tom Petty fan. I mean, when I say huge, I don't just run out and buy all his albums, but I can put Tom Petty on a playlist and just let it roll. Oh
1: yeah, me too. <laughs> And I'm so glad that you and I and Joe Thrash got to go see. Yeah,
0: man, him that was when, a great concert. Yeah, we, we went saw money. him cheap too. Oh yeah, it was cheap. Now yeah, we were in the back when I owed
1: you, and it was like,
0: Are you sure? I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. I don't even think I made you pay you for even that. didn't make pay for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we just split the steak. I got. That's what we did.
0: Did we? <laughs> yeah. Where?
1: With Doe's. We went to Doe's. Oh. Yeah, we did. Oh.
0: For all you folks out there that don't know about Doe's Eat Place. This is a little restaurant. This is a rabbit hole, folks. This little restaurant chain that started in Greenville, Mississippi, and you actually walk through the kitchen to get to the dining room. And they cook family style steak dinners. Yes. And they they have homemade tamales. And it is.
1: It's a fat boy's dream, is what it is. (laughs) Fantabulous.
0: (laughs) Amazing. It's just amazing. Very amazing. Uh,
1: Speaking of big debuts in 82.
0: Those uh, opening another restaurant?
1: N- yes. <laughs> With extra tamales. No. Uh, John Cougar, who would later become John Mellencamp, American Fool. And I know you have a Johnny Cougar story. Now, who who is he opening for that he got booed up?
0: <laughs> in 79. That, that was stupid. Now, do you think? Who put that tour together? I don't know, but do you think anybody in that what, kiss no? crowd is ready for, I'm a naive about Jack and Diane? I know oh my god <laughs> they literally booed him off the stage oh, I'm sure they did they were throwing they were throwing beer cans trash cans get off the stage get you off suck. the stage you're terrible
1: yeah. um yeah man I've yeah. seen some cringeworthy opening bands before but
0: that, I mean he really, actually did. I mean dude I, mean, I like his music oh
1: I do too but that didn't fit at a that, kid's concert no
0: no 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 whoever
1: oh. put that tour together did not know what they were doing apparently um Anything else on the list you see, man? That
0: nothing just really jumps out. Bob Seger, the distance, came out. You that know, I year. like Bob Seger. I know but you I don't like know what's on Bob that Seger. album. And I, I tell you this, Bob Seger's one of those guys. Where he's got two live albums. And you <laughs> like both, those? Pick both those up, and you're good. Yeah, you're you're good. You're good, with you're Bob good Seger. to go. He's really good live. He is good live. I've seen him live,
1: and that, that that's the thing about Bob Seger. His live albums are so good. It's like. They're better, really, than the studio. Versions.
0: You mentioned my my boy, both Joe Thrash. Yeah. Earlier, me mm-hmm. and Joe ran around together a lot in high school, and we split the Nine to Nine album. Yeah. Depending on whose vehicle was in, we'd have to have the Bob Seger going. Got to have it and on. And we always sit there and say, if he ever comes, man, we're going. We're going. We're man. going. Well, he never came. He, he never, never came. came. He never came. And it's been. I'm not sure. I've, I've lost years here, but it, right. I mean, I was in. We're in our house that we're in now, so it's been in the last at least 20 years. Right. Um, Cindy gave me. He was coming to Verizon. Oh and Cindy yeah. Cindy gave me two tickets for Christmas, and I said, "You're going to love this." And she right. said, "I'm not going." <laughs> and I said, "Well, I know who is. I know who's I going." I called Joe, and I said, "What are you doing, February, whatever?" And he said, "I don't know what you got." I said, I'm, "We're going to Bob Seger." Cindy just gave me two tickets. We're going, and we did. And I'll tell you a funny story about that <clears throat> real quick. You know, every song he'd come out there and he'd he be like, you know, we wrote this song back in 72 over in Muskogee, yeah. Oklahoma. and he going on. There's one song that he didn't do that on. And he walked to the front of the stage. And when he got to the front of the stage and got to the microphone, the band went, and that place Erupted. exploded. Erupted. I, there were two people sitting down. Yeah. It was me and Joe. Everybody else was dancing was on in the their aisles. Feet. I mean, but I, I I'm so burnt out on that song. I was gonna say that,
1: <laughs> dude. I was gonna say that. <clears throat> I love Bob Seger, but they have burned old time rock and roll yeah. for me so much that yeah. I'm like you. I, I would have said. I mean, but he I, of, I mean, you know, he had to do it.
0: The thing about it is, the thought that went through my head as I'm looking around this stadium basically Mm -hmm. and everybody's up dancing and jamming and singing and I'm looking at him and I'm going that has to be the biggest rush for any artist oh yeah to have that one song that everybody just goes ape crazy yeah ape crazy (laughs) that's what we'll say. It ain't crazy. Uh, it ain't crazy. Yeah, it almost came out.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 I'll be editing.
0: Yeah, Eddie um, Money had a, an album come out that year, but I, I'm not a huge Eddie Money fan. You know what, man?
1: I really do like Eddie Money, but uh, there was a lot
0: of good stuff. There's a on lot him. of music we don't agree on. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's not disagreement, it's just you yeah. like them. I, I don't yeah. really care for them that much,
1: but that's a big album. No Control was a big album for him. He had Shaken, and I think I'm in love.
0: And that's that's the one. I, I don't know, man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't really see anything. What what's on that Rick Springfield album? He the was real Rick Springfield. Okay, so that had uh, success. <clears throat> that was a follow up to that that big one there. And I think it has, I don't know, it might have Love is All Right tonight on there. Oh, I am man. not for sure. I just know it was a big album. Everything Rick put out between like 81 and 84, all the girls liked Rick. Oh, yeah. So if Rick came to town, you had to go see Rick. Okay, so here's a story about Rick Springfield. I took Debbie. Down here to uh, we have a university here uh, where we live called University of Central Arkansas, and they have a performance center here and they have different acts and they bought brought Rick Springfield in, and it wasn't his whole band. It's just he came out with a guitar and he told stories and he played music, and I'm going to tell you right now, I was thoroughly entertained. Dude does a great job, and then I've I, seen him with his band before too. I've
0: actually seen him. He's he's he's, he's good really good. I don't recognize any songs on this, but I will tell you this. Just looking on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> Rick had an album out uh eighty one, eighty three, yeah. eighty four,
1: eighty two. Yeah. Rick had albums. Eighty
0: eight.
1: Rick made bank in the eighty five, Yeah. And Rick still makes bank. Yeah. He Rick does. he's got listen, some hits. dude. Uh he's he's like right now. There are some post uh, menopausal women out there that still just get all fired up over Rick Springfield at
0: this time. He's got an album from 1972. Yeah, oh, yeah. Called he, The Beginnings. Yeah. Not The, just Beginnings. Wow.
1: <laughs> well, his story is, is Rick came over here from Australia and he tried to make it music and really wasn't doing anything. And so then he gets a job as an actor. He's on a soap opera for years. I remember that. And so he's a soap opera actor. What was he on? Was he on? uh, General Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's on General Hospital. Well, his music starts to take off while he's on General Hospital. Because on uh, Working Class Dog, which I think was the 81 album that had Jesse's Girl. It was like where he broke huge on there. They actually brought in a guy by the name of Neil Gerardo, who is Pat Benatar's husband. And he's the one that wrote all the stuff for Pat Benatar. Well, he wrote. A lot of the stuff and did the guitar work for rick on there he wrote all those riffs
0: yeah we've talked we've talked about pat before i'm a, yeah i'm a huge,
1: I'm pat, benatar. huge pat benatar fan saw her in con- we, we saw her we saw concert. her to, to, at the same time
0: hey working class dog yeah i'm looking on here jesse's girls on there love is all right tonight yep
1: mm. that's a big album uh, but yeah his follow up also did good to uh, success hasn't spoiled. it wasn't to the level of the previous year's release but it, it did okay for him he he did alright he got plenty of money he got some money uh, some other releases that year that, that it, 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 I, I know you don't like them but Duran Duran Rio huge I, you know album. what
0: I looked at that earlier and I thought yeah that was a pretty big album man that and was I, I was going to actually mention them but yeah. from my, my brain just will not connect uh, with Duran Duran yeah <laughs>
1: The Alan Parsons Project, Eye in the yeah. Sky. That's a great song. That is I a love that t- song. That's a
0: good tune. That's a good yeah, tune. I agree
1: with you, 100%. Uh, Genesis had a big album, then Three Sides Live, which was three sides of live stuff. And then they had like Paper Late and Turn It On again. So it was Three Sides Live and one side studio stuff that came in. Uh, Survivor Eye of the Tiger, I don't know if I re- talked about that, but We Rocky didn't, 3, but that
0: was, that was huge. Big, big album. Especially that song, Eye of the Tiger, it was yeah. huge because of the Rocky Rocky. Yeah. Rocky
1: um, made that band. He really did. Rocky 3 made that band. He really did. I'm telling you it did. <coughs> uh Steve Miller actually had come And through. dude, I love Steve Miller band. I've always liked it. Uh Steve Miller band. I have never not had a copy of Greatest Hits 74 to 79. Smiley, you ever listen to the Steve Miller band? The Steve <laughs> <laughs> Smiley. Hi, Smiley. Smiley. Smiley, we're going to give you a shout out cuz Smiley, Smiley is our most enthusiastic Facebook <laughs> Poster and so Smiley, we're going to give you a shout out on Smiley, this. Smiley, I know you listen to Steve Miller I Mather know you listen to Steve Miller
0: Band, with you? <laughs> uh,
1: other releases that year that you may not have remembered, uh, Errol Smith released "Rock in a Hard Place." Uh, it's the only album without Joe Perry. <laughs> That's probably why what? you don't remember it.
0: What the hell? Why was he not in okay, it?
1: Okay, so this is this is about the time when they were probably deepest in their drug addictions. Uh, as, opposed
0: the, to, uh, as opposed to...
1: I mean, like, it got <laughs> it got to a point where they couldn't be around each other. So, Joe Perry leaves and he forms the Joe Perry Project. I, I cannot be even singing with him. He's got
0: tentacles coming out of his face. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, that's the only one. Uh, I, I, I've tried to listen to it before. It's it's pretty forgettable uh but yeah man 82 was just a big year though man like you said Asia Iron Maiden Ozzy Osbourne Toto oh let me talk about Ozzy Osbourne speak of the devil because we just saw like I said we just saw Night Ranger and during this (coughs) recording of this album Randy Rhodes had been killed in a plane crash oh it already Yes, I didn't know. And he had so that early. this "Speak of the Devil" was a live album that was nothing but old Black Sabbath covers that Ozzy recorded. Which at the time, I guess they weren't old, but you know, did he uh, record? It was it was Randy alive.
0: Rhodes on that album? No, okay. that's
1: Brad Gillis okay. from Night Ranger. Uh, who and that's a sad day right there. Derek. Yeah, uh, but Randy Rhodes, <clears throat> um, I got to see him two weeks before he passed away.
0: Uh, and, you, you said that when we talked yeah. about this before. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah,
1: the uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Speak of the Devil album, big album. It, it, it's a good album. You can't. It's kind of hard to find now, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't even think it's on Spotify or any of the streaming services. We're going to find out. Uh, he's going to check while I'm looking at other acts on here. I don't see anything else. Uh, let's see. Dire Straits' Love Over Gold has one of my I, favorite Dire Straits songs ever, and that's Industrial Disease. I love that song.
0: Great I looked at song. that. That sounds familiar. Uh but
1: Eagles Greatest Hits Volume Two. You know, if you're, you know What you, was
0: I looking for? Uh you
1: were <laughs> You were looking the 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 Ozzy album or Yeah, was it? I mean
0: I said I'll look, I'll find out. Oh. What was it?
1: I can't remember. <laughs>
0: <Holy> <laughs> we'll have to rewind. Smokes.
1: Wow. See what happens, folks, when you get a little bit older. You ever have that thing where you walk
0: into a room and then at you don't the moon. know why you ended in that, there. Yeah. Oh, I was looking to see if this album was on Spotify. It's not. It's not, yeah. It, it goes from of Madman in yeah. 81 to Bark at the Moon in 83. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I can't that, ever read that album without going, Bark at the
1: Moon. Bark at the Moon. Da, 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 da. Uh, his one album with Jake was jakey lee on that one he might have been on the second on the next one too but yeah jakey lee is a bad man on a guitar uh folks listen uh we have gone through uh this list exhaustively on uh
0: hey if albums. we didn't if we didn't mention your favorite album that's okay if we didn't yeah it, it, you can jump can on Facebook and tell album. us yeah tell us oh, you didn't you didn't do that well you can find
1: us on Facebook and you know how you can get to our Facebook link Chris Chris tell them how they can get to our Facebook link they can go to retroshow.net. They can also call us. And Chris, I know you know that number. Uh, It's 501 yeah, 697 six nine 9933. Nine nine uh, three three. Three. <laughs> the uh. You got to find the uh button, people. 697 uh, 9933. Nine uh, three. Nine uh, three three. But folks, listen, uh, we cannot
0: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Did you get, Have you ever gotten a blank look like that before? <laughs> Chris, don't I to get.
1: The- <laughs> folks, uh. if you can only see the look in his face, like, <laughs> I don't remember that right now. <laughs> What are you trying to get me to say? I don't know what you're trying to do here, man. <laughs>
0: we don't know what we're doing,
1: we guys. We don't know what we're doing, guys. We're just two old guys on a microphone, and that's okay. Listen, uh, we thank all of you for listening. Absolutely. Sincerely, we do. Become a producer. Go to RedForshow.net. Make your day, people.
0: I am up, guys.